The mountains of eastern Tennessee are beautiful. They're magical. First opportunity I had to really get to know them was on a mission trip about 20 years ago. A group of about 40 folks went to this small outpost right nestled in the mountains. We were on a chartered bus and we got there late at night and so very slowly the bus crept through the mountain roads as we wound our way to the camp. There in the morning we were treated, we were treated to the beauty of the mountains opening up around us. The mountains, the fog lifting, the sun coming through, and the lush green foliage everywhere you met, everywhere you looked. It was just simply an amazing place to be. The green abundance of the katsu surrounded the whole hillside. On the final night of his being with his disciples, Jesus gathered to teach them about what it meant to be Christian community. He had taught them about his love, his care and compassion. They watched as Jesus reached out to heal those who were sick and suffering. They watched as Jesus reached beyond the boundaries and welcomed the outsider to the table. But now, in these final moments with their teacher, Jesus not only talks about love, He commands it. He invites them to place love at the heart of their community. What a wonderful image Jesus uses, the vine and the branches. You are connected to God's love through me. And that connection produces much fruit. It is abundant. It is beautiful. Back to the katsu. Everywhere I looked, saw this amazing vine. It, it draped itself on trees. It covered the hillside. And we found out not too long that it was cursed by all the people who lived in the mountains. For the katsu, you see, is not a native plant to the area. It's edible. And someone a long time ago had the idea that it would be a really good source of animal feed. It didn't take much to grow. And so they brought it from Southeast Asia to the hills and to the south. And it went like wildfire. Everywhere that you look, katsu hung from the trees. Problem with katsu, though, is it shades the native vines, it shades the native plants, and it prevents them from growing. It takes away their source of light. I wonder 
this image of the vine and the branches, the life that we have in Christ, this community of love that God has placed us in and wants us to share in, I wonder about the kutsu. I wonder about Christian kutsu. What are those vines that get in the way for us to flourish as a community, as a people of God? What are the things that get in the way from God's life and love shining through us? What are those vines that just seem to grow so rampant in our lives that we can't see, we can't share in God's goodness? For some of us, those vines are just the busyness of life. Maybe it's an impatience. Maybe it's a wanting to control life that seems to be always out of control. As a community, there are other things that get in the way of us experiencing God's love and care. A focusing inward on ourselves. A departure from sharing God's love and care with all people. As I think of Christian kutsu, what affects community, I think of things such as racism and how rampant it remains even within the church in our nation. When Martin Luther King wrote from a Birmingham jail in Alabama, he wrote to the other Christian clergy, the white Christian clergy there, and told them how the systems that they supported allowed for the horrors of racism to continue in that city. And over the years, we have not been so welcoming. We continue to hold on to these old teachings of separation and divisiveness. We continue not to see in the face of one of a different color our brother and sister. And that is damaging our ability as a church to live the way Christ wants us to love. And if you question it, think about the rise of white supremacy in our nation in these last few years and how many churches have come out against it. Far too few. It is a pariah it is a vine that is drowning out our ability to go beyond ourselves and share in God's love. Went back to eastern Tennessee, Sunset Gap, that little mission in the mountains for over 10 years. And over the years, what I discovered was that the locals worked hard against the kutsu. 
They pulled out vines. They tried to reclaim hillsides. And we'd get back and we'd see this year, this whole area was opened up and what was flourishing because of the hard work of people pulling at the roots of this invasive vine. Yesterday, yesterday as a church, we pulled at the roots, the evasive roots of separation, the things that prevent us from a church reaching out beyond ourselves. We had a garage sale. Now for some, a garage sale is what churches do to raise money. Instead of being generous in the offering, they sell their junk. And they pay their bills. And the money comes from the same people that should be putting it in the offering plate. But yesterday, we did something different. We pulled out a few vines. Yesterday, we had a free garage sale for everyone in our neighborhood. Far and wide, the invitations went out. And folks spent a lot of time, a lot of energy. Thanks, Carrie Owens. Thanks, Doreen. Thanks, Kirsten. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, all the people who worked to make sure we filled the fellowship hall with items. And when the doors opened in the morning, 75 people were online of all races and colors, of all people, God's people, were waiting. And some folks didn't get it because they wanted to give money. They felt that they had to buy this stuff. We said, no, this is free. This is like God's love. This is like God's care. We fed them with hot dogs and we emptied four freezers of comfort meals out in the neighborhood, out beyond our little community here. We had the courage to reach beyond and to share God's love and in doing so, we remained connected to the vine. Connected to the vine of God's grace. Connected to the vine of God's compassion. Connected to the vine of God's radical hospitality, which says all people are created in the image of God. Black and white Christian and non-Christian, God loves all the world. And connected to the vine, abiding to the vine of Christ, pushes beyond all those things that get in the way. So as a community... Let us live in the light of Easter as a community. Let us live connected to God's love and care first and foremost. And let us be about the hard work of pruning, of challenging old ways, and of bearing abundant fruit. Amen.